Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have some things to talk about. Yeah, we have some exciting announcements and a couple of demonstrations to share with you guys today and we think the announcements are incredibly exciting we're very happy to share them with you and the demonstrations are pretty cool too and one of them is for an entirely free piece of software so we hope you will enjoy what's to come the first demonstration is on a new security system that i ended up getting it's from a company called abode a-b-o-d-e kind of like your humble abode and it is a security system that connects to your router. It looks like a little box with an Ethernet port and a plug and a switch. And that's pretty much what the security system itself looks like. And it's but, about the size of a tablet or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's about the size of the Braille Note Touch. Wow. Which, for those of you who don't know, is probably, I don't know, 9 by five or something something like that but that's about the size of what it is when i purchased mine i got it for a hundred dollars off because it was in back order they weren't going to have the thing shipping for like three or four weeks so they gave a hundred dollars off and the starter kit includes the device itself the two door contacts door or window contacts one motion sensor, and one key fob. This security system, you can interface with your iPhone, your web browser, your Android phone, what have you, to arm it, to disarm it, to view logs, and things like that. When I first got it, my main concern was, could I set it up independently? And the answer was, yes, I could. When I was reading the documentation online, it said you needed a gateway key. So... It said that the gateway key came on a card within your product. So I emailed the company, and within two hours of me emailing them on a Saturday afternoon, they said that they would send me my key once the device ships, and they did. All I had to do was unbox it, plug it into the router, log into my account that I created like three weeks before, and associate my device with my account with that little key. Then I went through a setup process, which required me to pull the tabs out of the the battery compartments for each device, and it walked you through everything, every single step of the way. And then you were to name the sensors, like you name the sensor front door for the front door, back door for the back door, things of that nature. A couple of cool things that this company offers. You can get monitoring, and they... This but is you un- don't have to. You can self-monitor if you, you can, choose. You can self-monitor, but I just want to explain the type of monitoring that you can get. The first monitoring is a three-day monitor. So say you're going away for three days, and you want your system to be monitored for those three days, meaning monitored by the police. You can do that. The next tier up is... A seven-day, so you can monitor for a week. The next tier up is a 30-day, or you can also do annually, 
if you want to. But self-monitoring, like Kim says, is pretty cool because you can have the system email you. You can have it send you push notifications on your phone, things like that when alarms happen. You can view logs. You can do all kinds of stuff. One thing I forgot to mention is the motion sensor that comes in the kit that you get has a camera on it. So whenever it detects motion, it takes a picture of said thing. So when you're self-monitoring, you could actually go into your time log and look at the picture and say, oh, it was your dog that really set off the motion sensor and not you know, somebody breaking in your house or what have you. So you could really yourself just call 911 or the police or what have you and say, yes, there's somebody in my house, I'm on my way home or whatever. You can integrate this security system with Z-Wave or Zigbee devices. And for those who don't know, basically in a nutshell, it, these, those are two wireless standards where you can connect locks or lights or appliance controls and you can have the system unlock your doors, lock your doors, turn on your lights with specific events. So say, for example, you have a smoke detector connect to the security system and your smoke detector goes off. If you have some of these locks, you could have the smoke detector send a signal to the security system, which then can unlock your doors so that you're not fumbling with a deadbolt in a panic trying to get out of your house. So it's just one obstacle that you don't have to worry about. You can also control it with our friend, the Echo. Yay, or her sisters, the dog yes, and the cat. exactly, the Alexa voice service. You can check its status, you can arm it, and you can... Hey, mine's talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> I think we triggered her. <laughs> yes, I think so. But you can find out the status. You can find out if your doors and doors are open. You can say something like, Alexa, launch abode. Welcome to abode, the future of home security. You can use your Amazon Echo to control your home security system. What would you like to do? Help. The abode skill allows you to set your system to home or away modes, check the status of your doors or windows, and also ask for the current status of your system. To arm your system to away mode, you can say I am leaving or arm away. To arm your system to home mode, you can say I am home or secure perimeter. To check the status of your system, you can say system status. To check the status of your doors or windows, you can say do I have any doors open or are my windows are closed? What would you like to do? Do I have any doors open? All of your doors are closed. So if I had a door open, say I'm going to bed at night, I could ask the Echo, are my doors closed? And it would obviously tell me if the back door was open or the front door was open or what have you, then I can go and take care of that. You can also arm it, as she said, and you can also check the status. So you could say, Alexa, ask abode for the status your abode system is currently in standby mode. So let me explain for a second what these modes are. Standby means that the system is not armed. Home mode means that your perimeters armed, meaning your doors or your windows. That means that you can move around in your house. The away mode means that 
everything, all sensors are armed. So that it's not expecting you to be in your house. Having said that, one of the fancy things that really drew me to this security system was the fact that you can make it do things depending on where your iPhone is or your Android is or your iPad is. Meaning that you could set up a rule that says when this phone leaves the house and if it's the last phone to leave the house, arm the system and or lock the doors. So now you can have the system arm and lock the doors without, with basically just leaving the house. And it will send you a push notification to tell you so. Another rule that you could do, as we're talking about rules, is you can set the system to disarm when you come home. If you are the first phone to come home, it will disarm and you can have it automatically unlock your doors so that when you're grocery shopping or whatever, you're not fumbling with the the lock to get in, fumbling with having to disarm your security system. It just does it automatically. And it will, again, send you a push notification when you get closer to the house. Now, that type of configuration is accessible. Everything is accessible. I was able to do everything by using the screen reader in Firefox or the iOS app that I've needed to do. Having said that, it is responsive design. If you press enter on a link and something doesn't seem to happen, you need to kind of explore around your web page and find the message box or the button that says add. Like say, for example, when you're adding a device, if you add a new device, it searches for the devices. But if you go to the bottom, it says close searching for devices. But if you continue to go up, It'll find the device, and then there's an add button. So if you're relying on thinking that the add button or the new device is under the close button where it says searching for new devices, that could throw you for a loop. So let's take a quick peek in the iOS app. About standby button. And here's a button that says standby. That tells me that the system is in standby mode. Status. Alerts button. There's alerts if you have any alarms. Quick actions. There's quick actions. Status. Status. Settings. Settings. Timeline. Timeline. Cameras. Cameras. Devices. Devices. Shield.png. Image. Tap to protect your home while you are away. Enable short-term monitoring. Ellipsis. This is how you can enable short-term monitoring if you want to. Oh, and another thing I forgot to talk about monitoring is you can also enable cellular connectivity so that... If your internet goes out, it can also be connected to a cellular network. Door closed.png image. Front door closed. Heading level two. And here's my timeline or my log of things that happened. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 at 8.31 p.m. Door open.png image. Front door opened. Heading level two. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 yes, at 8.29 p.m. Door closed.png image. Front door closed. Heading level two. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 at 8.28 p.m. Door closed .png image. So it's giving you a log of every single time the door was open or the door was closed. Does Back door closed, heading level 2. If you had the sensor on the window and called it the window sensor, basically it is the same type of contact. It's a door and a door or a window contact. So you decide where you put them. Whether you and put you can it, buy as many as you want? Yes. You can have up to, I believe, 
20 devices connected to the system. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 at 8 19 p.m. Locked.png image. So each device, each sensor counts as a device? Correct. Mm-hmm. Backdoor lever locked, heading level 2. So here it says backdoor lever locked. That's what I named my backdoor lever. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 at 8 11 p.m. Door open.png image. Backdoor opened, heading level 2. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 at 8 11 p.m. Door closed.png, back door closed. 06 slash 04 slash unlocked.png, back door lever unlocked, heading level 2. So again, it's just, it's a log of showing you all this. 06, stuff. door open, back door opened, heading level 2. 06, door closed.p, back door closed, heading level 2. And we can even. Containers, speech rate, lines, words, characters, language, text selection, form controls, links, headings. We can jump by heading. Back door opened, heading, front door opened, head, gateway disarmed, heading level 2. So that's gateway to SARM. 06 slash 04 slash 2016 at 8.07 p.m. Location.png, image. Location automation, returning home with, heading level 2. There, location automation, returning home. That's one that uh, I returned home at a certain time, and it disarmed the system because I I set that up myself. It's not done 06 by 06 slash 04 slash 2016 um, at 8.11. Door open, dot, back door, 06 slash door, back door, 06 slash door, back door opened, heading left, front door opened, gateway disarmed, heading level yeah, 2. Yeah, see... Gateway disarmed. So if you see gateway disarmed, and then you go up. Front door opened. Heading level two. Front door was open. So gateway was disarmed, and somebody actually entered the house. So you can tell that stuff just from the log. Let's go up to this status button. Standby button. So now I'm on the standby button. If I double tap this. Standby. Now we're going to find the away button. Standby button. Standby. Standby button. Disabled. Away. Disabled. And you kind of, for this one, you can't swipe. You have to move up and down with your Explore by Touch. Away button. But there's a way. Away. Dimmed. Now you can hear the system arming itself. And that's the exit delay, which gives you a minute by default. You can go in and change that all in the settings and things like that. But for now, I hadn't gotten around to changing it. It's a minute. I assume yeah. there's an entry delay, too. Yes, there's an entry delay only on the doors and windows, not on the motions. So if you uh, are walking around the house and you set off a motion, your alarm will trip. If your alarm is on. Screen dimmed. Yes, yes, you have to arm it. If you're just roaming around the house doing nothing and you're in standby mode, nothing's going to trip. When you're in away mode, your motion sensors are armed and your other devices are armed as well. Screen locked. It is now armed. Monday, June 6th, 5.19 p.m. Abode, standby, so door open dot PNG, standby, button. Now, now you have to hope nothing trips your thing. Exactly. Standby. Motion detection. Motion de- four to five. Motion detect. Alarm status. Heading level through home button. Away button. Disabled. Status disabled. P- disabled away button. Home standby button. And then there's standby, so we're gonna double tap that. Standby dimmed. And it is now back in standby, so nothing will trip the sensors. So if you would have asked uh, her, I can't say her name because mine will. Uh, Ms. A, if you would have asked her your status a second ago, your system status, would she have told you that everything was armed? 
she would have said status is away. Okay. Yes. That's what exactly what she would have said. You can also say, Alexa, ask abode, I am home. Welcome to abode, the future of home security. You can use your Amazon Echo to control your home security system. What would you like to do? I am home. Your abode system has been changed to home mode. So what is it doing now? It is now setting it to home mode, which means that the doors and windows are armed or will be armed. Screen locked. But the emotions will not. By the way, when yours did that, mine gave us a music fact. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever that's worth. That's funny. (laughs) I have this fancy schmancy little remote control for it. I can't turn her off. So she's still always listening. (laughs) Alexa. Ask abode, what is the status? Your abode system is currently in home mode. Describing the status of the top-level internet domain, which is off the board. <laughs> Mine's giving top-level internet domain status. Yes. Stand, status, standby button. So I'm going to... Standby. Press the standby button. Away. Disabled. Away. Home button. Standby button. Set that back. Standby. Dimmed. So now the system is disarmed. The current, to my knowledge, price of the Bode starter kit screen dim is four hundred dollars. It's three ninety nine. I got mine for two ninety nine because they were on back order, which I thought that that was a deal for what this thing can do. The monitoring costs, to my knowledge. Screen locked. Eight dollars for the three day, fifteen dollars for the seven day, or thirty dollars for the thirty day. And there's also the monitoring and cellular thing. You can get both for two hundred and forty dollars per per year if you wanted to do it annually instead of monthly. So is cell or cell data a whole separate thing with separate pricing, or does it come included with something else? It's if you wanted self monitoring but cellular data, you would pay eight dollars a month, or or I think it's no, I think it's ten dollars a month or eight dollars a month if you do it annually for the ability for the thing to be connected to their servers via cellular data. So if your internet goes out, if your power goes out and you don't have internet, you have a 12-hour battery backup within this thing that I forgot to mention. And so if you lose power, your your system will still be armed and um, it'll still be protecting you for up to 12 hours. And again, if you lose connection to the internet, the cellular would take over. So it has nothing to do with monitoring. It's just how it gets the information back to the monitoring station. Like back in the day, if you had an older security system that used the phone line, the first thing the burglar would do would be to cut your phone line so that it couldn't call the monitoring station. The They decided to finally, on some of those types of systems, if the phone line is cut, they had a cellular option so that it can call the monitoring station without, you know, having to worry about 
the phone line being connected. And the same thing applies with this, is that if your internet goes out or your power goes out, which your internet would probably go out too, then your cellular or the cellular coverage would take over. But then again, that's connecting to you, whether you're self-monitoring or connecting to the abode monitoring station. So that is our first demo of the podcast. We're going to break for a quick in-house ad, and we will return in just a couple of minutes. Please do stay tuned. We have some very exciting announcements that you do not want to miss, and we have another demo coming up. Have you been curious about the accessibility of Amazon's series of Alexa products to someone who is partially or totally blind? Mystic Access has good news for you. The Amazon Echo, Tap, and Dot are easily accessible, versatile products which are fun, intuitive, and which offer a wide variety of uses, from checking the news and weather, to getting updates on how your favorite sports teams are doing, to playing a wide variety of music from various services, and so, so much more. Mystic Access offers a six-and-a-half-hour audio tutorial that will take you through the full orientation of the various Alexa products, show you how to set them up and connect them to your Wi-Fi network, how to use the Echo.Amazon.com site and the Android, iOS, and Kindle apps, and how to easily make the Alexa products an integral part of your everyday life. From playing podcasts, to enabling and using the hundreds of free built-in skills, to using your Alexa product in the kitchen, our tutorial offers enriching, comprehensive information that informs and entertains. Purchase on our website for only $39, or give us a call at 716-543-3323 to place your order with us via phone. For more information, please visit us at www.mysticaccess.com and begin using your Alexa product to the fullest right away. Gain the information and empowerment to have fun using your assistive technology to the fullest at Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. Thank you for sticking through the house ad and we're going to talk about some announcements and then we're going to play the other demo. It is a pre-recorded demo on the Pizera audio file converter. Yeah, it's a pretty cool little gadget, and we will link to the website where you can get both a portable version and an installation version. And it's neat. It's free. It does the job. It does the job very well. There are lots of different file types, and hopefully you will enjoy it. It's also going to go up on our free downloads page, which we'll have done very soon, probably by next week. That'll be completed for you. We're going to have a free downloads page on mysticaccess.com, and you'll be able to download goodies there. So if you're new to us, you haven't bought any of our goodies before, you will have the ability to download some stuff So for free and get to enjoy what some of our tutorials sound like and uh, decide if we're something that you would uh, perhaps like to learn more about and purchase something from us. <laughs> So let's work on We'll talk about the announcements first, and then we will play the the demo. Starting with announce, the biggest announcement, and you get to uh, give that one. The biggest announcement is Mystic Access will have a presence at the ACB convention this summer. I will be attending from July 2nd to the 6th, and I will be at the Humanware booth. Yes, it's very exciting stuff. So we're obviously going to do a lot of fun, enjoyable specials and discounts and goodies happening 
while Chris is away at ACB and all through both conventions so that you'll have the opportunity to take advantage of those, whether you are going to one of the conventions or whether you are not. Those discounts will be available. I will be a busy bee being here, monitoring the phones, and there are some really cool goodies in the work. There is going to be a teleseminar that is interlapping during both conventions. So it's probably going to be July 1st or 2nd, somewhere right in there. And I'm planning it right now. It's not completed yet in terms of what exactly is going to be done, but I'm hoping to hold some Q&A sessions, perhaps give a couple presentations, and just do an ongoing teleseminar. You can come, you can stay for a while, we're going to give away prizes and have contests, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to be manning that side of things while Chris is at convention, and of course, if you want to place orders and you're not at convention, you are very welcome to call MA directly, and I will handle that for you. In terms of ordering while Chris is at ACB, we'll give you more details on that as we come closer to ACB. We aren't quite sure of the status of all of that yet, so we will let you know as things get closer in terms of ordering directly from Chris while you're at ACB. But he will be at the Humanware booth, and MA goodies, brochures, magnets, things will be on offer for you. And we have some other goodies in the works, too, that aren't quite ready to be discussed yet. <laughs> exactly. The next goodie is the Echo Tutorial is complete. Yes, there is still daisification to go, but the updates are done, we are happy to say. It was Five hours, 58 minutes before we finished, and now it is six hours, 30 minutes, and some seconds. <laughs> yes. So it another half hour of audio for you. It includes the the promised, long-awaited dot and tap descriptions, and that those are taken care of, as well as some updates throughout the tutorial. Yes, I also show you how to connect the remote to your Alexa devices. So there's other goodies and in there as well, we're very happy with how the updates turned out. You can buy the MP3 version now. Daisy is not done on it yet, but when Daisy is done, you will have the option of downloading either. You don't have to purchase one or the other. You pay your $39, and that's the regular price, and you will have access to both the Daisy version and the MP3 version. Daisy is not yet available, but it will be prior to convention. So just uh, hang on, and we will keep you updated on that. As far as existing customers, the updates are free, and we will get them out to you as soon as humanly possible. But if you need an SD card, then that will cost $10 just for the new SD card, new SD card and shipping. In further update news, the stream updates are also done. They need to be daisified, and we're going to have the daisy version and the mp3 zip file version available so you'll be able to download one or the other so hopefully that will save some confusion for those of you who just want to listen to the mp3s you don't want to worry about the daisy files being in there so that should make things easy peasy and obviously if you download you will have access to both versions so either or or both you'll have the opportunity to download those and uh, the daisy is going to be completely redone and that's actually going to help a lot of things because um, you'll be able to listen on more devices more easily. And so that's going to be nice for those of you who enjoy the DAISY aspect of our tutorials. And that will be available for you again before convention. One of the reasons that we have had a slight delay in getting the stream 
updates to you guys is because we are having to, in fact, re-daisy them completely. It's just the best solution. You're going to get the best quality, and it's just going to be a more pleasant experience and a more varied experience because you're going to be able to listen to them on more devices. So that will be available for you soon, and probably in our next podcast we'll be able to let you know about updates for that. If you are someone who has purchased the stream tutorial from us already, as with Echo Tutorial, those updates will be available to you for free. If you do need a new SD card and you ordered on SD card previously and want it on SD card, that'll be a $10 charge for the new SD card, and that's shipping to you as well. So $10 for the SD card with the tutorial on it, and it will be shipped to your door. So, again, the stream tutorial, we are going to release the MP3 and the DAISY version at the same time, just so that we don't cause any more confusion than is necessary. So, when the DAISY version is updated, the MP3 version will be updated as well, and then the updates will go out to existing customers. Yeah, we will keep you updated as to when everything is actually released until further notice the old version is still on the site that's the daisy version that's the only version currently up there but we will keep you posted as i said definitely before convention so sometime this month that will get finished and the daisy will be done and that'll all be ready for you so just be patient with us a little longer and we promise we will get that to you it's going to be worth the wait we have to first of all learn a new product yeah and two we need to re-daisy the book Yep, the daisy is a complete fresh daisy. Yes. It's not a dead daisy. It's not a dead daisy. It's a blooming, fresh, newborn daisy. Yes. In other news, we now have a donations page. And uh, we hope that if you benefit from what we offer you, you would consider a donation to us. Certainly, if you can uh, find it in your heart to do that, and that's something that is of interest to you, we would certainly be very delighted about that. These things do take time, and they do take money. We pay for hosting. We pay for our podcast stats. There are lots of things that go into these creations and into running MA. We're a small company. It's the two of us who are mostly doing this and some help from our friends occasionally as well. So we definitely appreciate it. It is available for you. If you just start scrolling down the page, you will find the donation link and you can donate. Currently, we do not have a way to do recurring donations, but uh, that may change sooner than later. We'll see. We'll keep you posted. But we do want to let you know that the option to donate to us is now available in terms of whether or not your donation is tax deductible, you need to talk to your accountant or whomever about that for your personal situation. And you can, when you go to the donations link, you can put in your own amount. Yep. You'll choose your amount. Is there a minimum amount up there? There's a minimum of $3. So $3 or more. We definitely appreciate it. I am outlining two projects at the moment. The first one that you will see in terms of a new project from me will be the Kindle Fire tutorial. And I hope to have that out, if not by convention time, very soon after. So that's kind of what is coming up from me next. And I'm also outlining the next project, which is iOS for beginners. And knowing me, it's going to go in depth for lots of other people as well. So if you just want a really good, solid iOS overview tutorial, we do have that coming. So do stay tuned. Those are my next two big projects. 
that will be coming up very soon. Speaking of Kindle Fire, I don't know if people, I just wanted to say that the Fire TV, the Amazon set-top box, has a preview of their voice view screen reader. And when you turn on your Fire TV, as long as it is running the latest Fire OS, you can press and hold for two seconds the menu button and the back button, or the back button and the menu button. And those are on the, towards the bottom of the remote, there are two rows of buttons. It's the first and last key on the first row of those two rows of buttons. And you press and hold them for two seconds, your voice view will come on, and it was kind of scary because when it came on, it was in this horrible sounding voice that I could barely understand. And then it must have been downloading Sally in the background because it switched to Sally. And then it gives you a tutorial of the remote. And it also gives you a time where you can press buttons, kind of like a key describer on the remote. And you can press the buttons and it'll tell you exactly what the keys do. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to learning more about that. I'm glad you actually have the Fire TV because... Once it is available and one can actually use it for third-party apps in particular, <laughs> I might be purchasing one. Yeah, because right now it only works in the Amazon apps, the Amazon video, the app, the music, um, and things like that. It doesn't work in the apps, you know, the third-party apps. But to my knowledge, that is coming. So That's fun, but you've gotten it to work very successfully in the Amazon apps. Yes, for what I wanted to use it for. I actually originally only got the thing because I was hoping that it would someday become accessible, but I got it for the Alexa voice service that it includes within the new Fire TVs. So you basically have your Echo services on your TV, but now with Voice View, it's even better. Yeah, and hopefully it'll just continue to improve and that'll be great and it's i've owned a sally for your voice so she's very very clear very understandable and hopefully it's going to be a really great experience very soon mm-hmm. so oh. lots of excitement here at ma we're excited to keep you posted on all the goodies happening here and we will have more announcements as always if you want to be the first to know what's going on with us including our discounts and goodies you may wish to join our news mailing list ma-news-subscribe at mysticaccess.com will get you all subscribed to our list. It's free. We only send an email every week or so, sometimes less, <laughs> rarely more, and you will not be bombarded with email, and we send you out announcements and promotions and updates and other goodies, and uh, you get some special goodies for being part of that list, including coupons that sometimes no one else gets. So mm-hmm. might wish to join that if you like. Thank you all for listening, and remember to stay tuned for the Pizarra audio file converter demonstration that will be coming up very, very soon. Yes, and a link to download it or a link to get to the download page where you can download either the portable or installation version will be in the show notes. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, welcome to this mini tutorial on the Pazara file conversion software. In this brief tutorial, I'm going to show you the structure of the interface of the Pizera software. I'm going to show you the file menu and other menus available, and I'm going to show you how to convert files and folders using this neat little free program. Once you download the program, it is very important to unzip the zip file because you will download it as a zip file and it will need to be unzipped into a folder. I tend to use 7-zip as my unzip utility, and there's an option there to extract to and it will give the same folder name as the current folder. And that just makes it easy for me to be able to find what I'm looking for. So if it's pizera.zip, then it'll extract to pizera. And you'll be able to find it quite easily. The important thing is, of course, when you are unzipping, no matter how you do it, is to know where you are unzipping and know what the file or folder is called when you are unzipping anything. That way you will be able to easily locate it on your machine. The Pizera program comes in two flavors. One is an exe file that you can download and install to your computer. So you'll download the exe and install it, open it up from wherever its location is on your computer and you can use it right away. The other version and the version that I have is the portable version. This works a little differently because you don't actually install anything. You simply unzip a zip file full of the contents of the program and you will open the program from there. It's portable because you can put it on a flash drive or a data disk or what have you and take it with you from computer to computer to computer and use it wherever you like. Unlike a lot of things, you're not actually going to be looking for a program when you decide you want to use this. You're going to look for Pizera, and it's a folder, and then I'm going to show you what to do once you open the folder. So you're not actually installing anything, you're just unzipping it. So once you have created an unzipped folder of these files, you will go to it. Pizera Free Audio Extractor Portable 1 of 3. And this is Pizera Free Audio Extractor Portable, and that's where I want to go, so I'm going to press enter here. Items view list. Dayton not selected one of nine. Now you're going to find all sorts of things in this folder. What you are looking for is audio extractor.exe. Audio extractor.exe six of nine. And I just pressed A to get me there quickly. If you happen to press A more than once, audio extractor.ene seven of nine. You'll get to that. Audio extractor.exe six of nine. So there are only two things in this folder that begin with A. The one you're looking for is audio extractor.exe. And you will want to press enter on that. For this demonstration, just so you are aware, I am using the latest version of the NVDA screen reader and Windows 10 Home Premium. I'm also using the Microsoft David Voice. I'm going to press enter. Pazera Free Audio Extractor 2.0. List. And it says list. So essentially what you've got here is a bunch of stuff and you can tab around to see it. I'm not going to show you how all this stuff works because it's really not necessary if you strictly want to convert files and folders to various formats. The first thing I want to do though before I take you around this piece of the interface is to show you the menu structure. So I'm going to press Alt. File, file menu. We have various menus and I'm just going to scroll with my right arrow across. We have the file menu. View, view menu. The view menu. File list, file list menu. File list menu. Encoder, encoder menu. Encoder menu. Help, help menu. Help. File, file menu. And we're back at the file menu. I'm going to press my down arrow here. Convert checked files unavailable. Convert checked files menu. Control plus E. Control plus E will convert your checked files. So when you have checked files available, you can convert them. Save bat file. Unavailable save. and save bat file menu. Options. And options. Menu F12. Here's options. Minimize to system tray. Minimize to system tray. Menu shift plus control plus M. 
Minimize the system tray. Exit and exit menu. Exit. Convert checked files unavailable. Convert checked files menu control plus E. We're back to convert. I'm going to move over to the view menu with my right arrow. Show progress window. Show progress window menu F8. You can show progress with F8. Show slash hide file properties unavailable. Show slash hide file properties menu F10. We don't have any files here, so that's unavailable. Show slash hide error log. Show slash hide error log menu F11. And we have shortcuts for all of these you're noticing. Show progress window. Show progress window menu F8. And we're back to show progress window. I'm going to press my right arrow. Add files to list. Add files to list. Menu control plus O. That's a good one to remember. Control O will add files. Add folder. A and D D folder. Menu control plus F. And control F will add a folder of files. Remove checked files from list unavailable and remove checked files from list menu. You can remove checked files. Check all unavailable and check all menu control plus A. You can use control A to check all files. Invert selection unavailable and invert selection menu control plus I. You can invert your selection so you'll see it essentially backwards to however you happen to be seeing it at the time. Load file list. And load file list. Menu shift plus control plus O. You can load your file list. Save file list. And save file list. Menu shift plus control plus S. You can save your file list. Open directory unavailable open directory menu. You can open directory. Add files to list. Add files to list. Menu control plus O. And we're back to add files to list. Right arrow. Load encoder settings. These and are load encoder, encoder settings. settings. Menu control plus P. So you can load encoder settings. Save encoder settings. And save encoder settings. Menu control plus S. If most of this does not make sense to you, or if even some of this doesn't, please don't worry about it. I just want to show you these menus, so if you do want to utilize what's in them, you have the ability to come in here and do so. Default encoder settings and default encoder settings menu. Default encoder settings. Play unavailable and play menu F5. Play. Show slash hide F big command line parameters. Uh, Show slash hide F big command line parameters. That's about your menu command. F2. That's about your command line parameters. Load encoder settings. And we're back and load to... Encoder settings. Menu control plus P. Load encoder settings. I'm going to use my right arrow. Home page and home page menu F1. Home page. About. About. And about. Menu shift plus control plus F1. Home page and home page menu F1. I'm going to press my right arrow. Convert check files unavailable. Convert check files menu control plus E. And we are back to our file menu. So that's what was available in your help menu was home page and about. I'm going to press escape to get us out of here. List. We're back to list. Now, I'm going to tab around here and show you what's available in this main interface window here. So we have list, and list is empty currently because there are no files or folders in here. I'm going to press tab. Range grouping. Start time offset. Checkbox not checked. This is range. So you've got start time offset. End time offset. Checkbox not checked. End time offset. Combo box do nothing collapsed. Here's a combo box that says do nothing. Close application. We have close application. Close windows. Close windows. Close application. Do nothing. And I'm just using my arrows. Those are your only options here. And I assume this means, because I've not been able to find out otherwise, when you have completed your conversion, you can either close your window, close your application, or do nothing. This is currently set to do nothing. I'm going to leave it there for now. Additional F command line parameters. Grouping. Edit multi-line. So line. these are additional command line parameters. There's nothing in here. Combo box MP3 lame 3.99.5 collapsed. These next few are going to depend on the file that you have in your file list. For instance, let's say you've put in a file that is a WAV file. This option that currently says MP3 will change and it'll say 
WAV because that's the type of file that you have put in here at that time. And then if you want to change to what you're going to convert it to, you will tab further down this group of options that are available to you until you find the option to convert to. It doesn't say that, but I'm going to tell you when we actually get to it. So these next few are going to be determined by what kind of files you have in here. I do want to show you what your various options are. Don't be confused about these because you're not going to have to necessarily change any of these. There's really only one thing you're going to have to change as you move forward. This one, for instance, you're generally going to leave alone because it controls the file that you have placed inside. So when you have added a file to your file list, it's going to show it as, for instance, if you've added a wave, it'll show wave in this particular option right here. Let me show you this list. Let's move down with down arrow. AAC Advanced Audio Codec, WMA Windows Media Audio, Ogvorbis, M4A MPEG 4 Part 14, AAC, AC3 Dolby AC3, FLAC Free Lossless Audio Codec, Wave Uncompressed Audio, Try Extract Original Audio Stream, Wave Uncompressed Audio. And I just pressed my up arrow to get me back to Wave. I'm going to press my home key. MP3 Lame 3.99.5. To take me back to MP3, I'm going to press my tab key. Combo box collapsed. Edit. Selected 44,100. This is your bitrate. Pressing tab. Combo box 2 stereo collapsed. These are your channels. You have several options here, including auto, stereo, and mono. So you've got various options you can look at there. I'm going to press tab. Slider 33. I honestly have no idea what that is, so I have left it alone. <laughs> By default, mine says 33, and I am leaving it right there. Audio track to convert grouping. Combo box auto, first audio track, collapsed. This I just leave alone. For one thing, I can't figure out how to select anything else. Auto seems to be the only thing available, first audio track. I'm leaving this as is. I'm going to tab. Combo box collapsed. Edit. Selected 192. This involves the quality of your MP3. The higher the number, the better the quality. Also, the higher the number, the bigger the file is. I would leave this alone, however, because the next thing that you are going to see in this list will be the thing that you are going to use to convert your files later on. So I would leave this one alone. Now I'm going to press tab. Combo box, the last session settings collapsed. This is last session settings. Let me show you what's in here. I'm going to press down arrow. Encoder default settings. Encoder default settings. Try extract original audio stream CLB equals 020 comma 020 comma 020 CLF equals 255,255,255. MP3 original quality club equals 200. MP3 best quality 300. MP3 good quality 192 kbit. MP3 normal quality 128 kbit. MP3 low quality 96k, AAC original quality CF, AAC high quality 3, AAC good quality 192k bit, AAC normal quality 128k bit, WMA original quality WMA high quality 320 K bits. There is more available in that list, but that is the place where you are going to go to convert your files. So you can choose from right in there and it'll tell you high quality, good quality, normal quality, etc. So that you'll know, okay, this is a good quality file. This is a lower quality file, etc. And it'll give you the name of the format as well. So you'll be able to easily convert your file, no matter what kind of file type you put in there, as long as it's supported by the program, you can convert it right here to one of the many file types available. I'm going to press my tab key. Output directory grouping. Output directory equals input directory radio button checked. That's what I like. And this is radio buttons that you can choose from here. So it's going to output your converted file to the same place where your original file is located, the same directory. We have other options though. Radio button checked. And it is not telling me what that is. Browse. 
Oh, there's button. Browse. And I got to there by pressing my up arrow from that unlabeled radio button. Edit. See. Documents and settings. Kim. See. 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 Now I've somehow ended up in a Browse. Let me shift tab. Combo box MP3. Good quality. 192 kbit. And now I'm back to my MP3 quality. Output directory grouping. Edit. Selected. See. 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 Doc. Somehow I have changed this. Browse. Radio button checked. So what happens is it brings other settings up. So if you put it on this unlabeled radio button that just says radio button checked when you arrow to it, it'll allow you to choose your directory. Browse. Radio button checked. Output directory equals input directory radio button checked. I just pressed my down arrow and got back to output directory same as input directory because I don't necessarily want to browse for another directory. I'm perfectly fine with it putting it where my original file is located. I'm going to press tab. Combo box rename file collapsed. You can rename file. Overwrite it. Overwrite it. Skip file. Skip. Overwrite it. Rename file. I'm going to press my tab key. List. We are back to list. Now some of this is going to make more sense when we actually have files in here to show you. What I want to do is load a file and convert it for you. So you can load files or folders. I'm going to press control O. Open dialog file name. File name. Edit alt plus N. And Blank. it says open a file. I'm going to press tab. Files of type. Combo box video and audio files. Star.webm star.avi star. And it just starts listing video and audio files, so I can choose what file type I want there. Open button alt plus o. There's the open button. Cancel button. Cancel. Address C. Documents and settings Kim desktop toolbar. Search box edit search desktop. I can search. Command module toolbar. Tree view. This PC collapsed. And I just tabbed until I got to this PC, which is collapsed. So now I'm in a tree view. Level two ti one zero dvdr. My book, E. Level 1 libraries the collapsed. 5 folder expanded. that I want. Level 2 camera roll. Documents collapsed. I'm going to go expanded. into documents. Level 3 documents. Public docu and documents. Level 2 pictures collapsed. Save pictures. Videos collapsed. Expanded. Let's collapsed. See. And you might need to tab around some in this tree view in order to open the files and folders that you want in order to find what you are looking for. I have found a file that I wish to convert. Header, header. File name. Files of type. And now that I've found it, I'm pressing tab. Open button alt plus o. Until I get to open. Pressed. And I press space on that. So now if I tab. Task. Range grouping. Start time offset. Checkbox not checked. I'm at range. If I shift tab. List. One checkbox check selected file. Part 1 SEC 5 CARE and feeding.mp3. Directory. C. Documents and settings. Kim desktop. Size. 2.49 MB. Status. Ready. And it tells me all this information about my files, and it is checked. So I can uncheck it. Not checked. Or I can check it. Checked. Obviously, you need to be checked if you want to go ahead and then convert it. And you can add multiple files. So if you have files in different folders and you want to convert them, you can just go in and add another file if you wish. I'm just going to tab through here again now that this file is in here. And we have the same options available. Range grouping. Start time offset. Start time. End time offset. End time. Combo box do nothing collapsed. Do nothing. Additional alphabet command line. Combo box MP3 lame 3.99.5 collapsed. Combo box collapsed. Edit. Selected 44,100. Combo box 2 stereo collapsed. Slider 33. Stereo. Audio track to convert grouping. Combo box auto. First audio track. Combo box collapsed. Edit. Selected 192. Combo box MP3 good quality 192 kbit slash S44100 hertz slash stereo. And let's say I want to convert this to something else. MP3. MP3. 
AAC original quality. I'm scrolling down with my down arrow. AAC, 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 WMA original quality CLB equals 253,200,000. WMA high quality 300. Let's say I want to convert to a WMA instead of an MP3. So I moved to WMA high quality, or I could even do FLAC free lossless audio codec. FLAC. And I just used F to get me to FLAC so I could decide that's what I want. I want FLAC. AAC original quality C. Or AAC or. WMA original. I just press W to get me back to WMA. WMA high quality. And then press my down arrow to get me back to high quality WMA. Output directory grouping. Output directory equals input directory radio button check. And now I'm back at output directory. Combo box rename file collapsed. I can rename. List. One checkbox checks. And now I'm back at my list, and now it's no longer empty. It actually has the file in it. Now let's say I don't remember how to convert what the command is. I'm going to press my Alt key. File, file menu. File, file menu. To take me into my file menu and press down arrow. Convert check files, convert check files, menu control plus E. It is control E to convert. So I'm going to press enter here. Conversion. Edit multi-line read only. MP3 at 02D4BE0 estimating duration from bitrate. This may be inaccurate. So it says it's estimating duration. Pazero free audio extractor 2.0. List. One checkbox check selected file. Part 1 SEC 5 CARE and feeding.mp3. Directory. C. Documents and settings. Kim desktop. Size. 2.49 MB. Status. Done. And it's done. Now it says instead of saying ready, it says it's done. And now if I move to my desktop. Perfect loop. Pistol. Page full. Page land. Part 1 SEC 5 CARE and feeding.mp3 200. Part 1 SEC 5 CARE and feeding.wma289 of 300. There it is. There is my WMA file and it is converted. It is put on my desktop. I can play it if I wish by pressing no arrow. The care and feeding of the Braille Note Touch. And sure enough, there it is the care and feeding of the Braille Note Touch. And there is my WMA file. And I got a notification which I just silenced. <laughs> so that is how you convert. It seems a little more complex than it actually is. Basically, all you really have to know how to do is add files. Choose your format, and you do that in that box with up and down arrows, where you can choose your good quality, normal quality, etc., and choose the file extension that you want, WMA, FLAC, MP3, etc., and then you just have to know how to convert, which is Control-E. That will convert for you, and it does it very, very fast, as you saw. So while it appears to be a little bit cumbersome, it really isn't so bad. The hardest part might actually be finding the files on your computer that you wish to convert. But that is a tree view, and once you find the folder, you might have to tab a couple times to find the files in that folder. And then you can just move through, find it, open it. You would press open, the open button, and it would then put it into your Pizera list. And then you have the ability to convert to your heart's content. So I hope this makes sense, and I hope it is clear enough for you to move on with it and enjoy utilizing it. Hope this has been helpful. And thanks for listening. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us 716-543-3323 and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? 
please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.